0: Was good. What's hat? What has happened, people? Are you ready to roll? Because I am. It says it is thirteen
1: hundred and three by my phone. That's wrong. He he's lying. He's a liar. You can't you can't trust anything it says. Help me! I'm on fire. You know he's no oh, no he's not on fire. Um, this is
0: the ecast episode three. Coming live from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. This is the place to go if you want to talk about sports and be very, very funny.
1: Well, me, actually. So, you know.
0: casey has got a little throat issue going on. I'm a little under the weather. But he's battling through like the fighter he
1: is. I'm trying. I'll be crawling by the end of this. He's not going to be crawling. (laughs) Probably not.
0: All right. So what do we got on tap today? Well... I think we all know what's coming in a few days. It's just a little football game that
1: everybody's going to be into. Is it the Super Cup? Wait, no. Um, what's that thing called again? The the Mega... Mega... What? What's it called again? I have mentally smacked him four times already. It's the
0: Super Bowl. Super Bowl 53 in Atlanta, Georgia. Last time the Super Bowl was there, I was eight years old, and I cried at the end.
1: Uh, <laughs> Oh, man, it's a it's a dark day that will live in infamy. It still sure. gives me PTSD. All, all right. right. Last
0: time the Super Bowl was in Atlanta, Georgia, was January 30th, the year 2000. The St. Louis Rams, led by Kurt Warner in the greatest show on turf, riding the magic of a Cinderella season into the Super Bowl to take on the upstart Tennessee Titans. And we all know how that game ended. It was upsetting to me. Super Bowl 53, however, same city, different venue. The brand new Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And I, for one, am intrigued about this game. There are a lot of things at stake, a lot of things at play. Starting off with Tom Brady's quest to complete the Infinity Gauntlet of Super Bowl championships.
1: You know, I just hope he doesn't snap because if, if Tom Brady... I feel like... Tom Brady is, th- is, th- he's Danos. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he is. I think he is. Like, if he wins this game, he's gonna be like, "Don't worry, little one. I've suffered a great deal today too." I'm like, "No, get, get out of here. sure your, it's your, it's your money and your, your good looks and you're not gonna retire. You know what? Anyway, um, this is seriously what it, This is seriously what it's gonna sound <coughs> like."
0: I know what it's like to lose.
1: No he doesn't. <laughs> no he doesn't.
0: <laughs> Feel so desperately that you're right. You'd fail all the same.
1: Mm. I mean, given the three Super Bowls he
0: has lost, I would say he does know what it's like to lose one.
1: There's gonna be bodies everywhere. Like he, he's gonna be carrying Chris Hemsworth in 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 his full fist. Rob Gronkowski will be laughing with his spear. I'm telling you, it's gonna be Carnage. I don't like where this is headed.
0: All right, let's get to the actual game. The Patriots and the Los Angeles Rams duking it out for the Vince Lombardi Trophy. And on paper, I know we don't, I know the game's not played on paper, but everything points to the Rams having more talent. They're the more talented roster up and down. The one thing that they can't manufacture is experience. 36 players on the Patriots roster have been to a Super Bowl before, including Tom Brady, who has been to a staggering nine Super Bowls since he entered the league in the year 2000. The Los Angeles Rams have just four guys who have been in a Super Bowl.
1: So I'm guessing the odds are heavily against the Rams in this. Um, I don't think so, and I don't think so for this reason.
0: Actually, there are three reasons why I don't think the odds are against the Rams. And they to me, are the three keys for the Rams to win this game. Number one is simple. Get pressure on Tom Brady. So how do you do that? Pray. Well, not really. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, prayer is always good in every situation, but you have to make it happen. You have to make him uncomfortable. And how do you do that? You get pressure up the middle. You get the pressure up the middle of the offensive line. You, you, you do what Dave McGinnis says, affect the triangle around the quarterback. And there's a guy on the Rams roster, two guys actually, who are very good at doing that. And that's Dhammakan Sue and Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, the best interior rusher in football, maybe in the last 20 years.
1: Um, Was there... I can um, draw back to the Titans game, Um, watching the Titans play the the Patriots, and the scheme that was drawn up to actually get after Tom Brady... Was in my opinion pretty impressive. Um, upon watching that offensive line, which is phenomenal, watch watch Brady drop back. He is protected. He will have all day to throw. So um, you better believe that you know the Rams' defensive coordinator will be watching that game because of the uh, of the few games this year. That is one game where where Tom Brady was in the ground a lot. So. Um, what defensive scheme does
0: the, do the Rams run? It's a um, it's a it's a variation of the three four. <laughs> the deep uh, way Phillips is calling the plays okay,
1: so defensively. Is, it's a three, so four.
0: you ha- so you have a veteran defensive co- play caller, one of the best to do it, calling the defense. And you have the guys, especially on the interior, who can affect Brady. Because let's be re- let's be real. Interior pressure is going to be important because Brady's not going to roll out as much. For all of his greatness, he is 41 years old. He doesn't really run that well anymore. I mean, I don't think he has to. Yeah, he doesn't to have to, but you have to make him do that. And when you do that, you throw this—you throw the whole schedule
1: off. You throw the timing off. Well, and, I mean, play action plays do require rollouts if it's a sprint out. Like when I play, we, we had plays where the quarterback would just roll out, and, and we, they ran floods. Floods are routes that that are primarily crossing routes, or so, or you run to the strength of the offense where you got tight end running a bench, you got a, a slot running an out, and then you got a, a backside post by the far side receiver and a go out by the um, by the receiver who gets the call. So. Um, primarily a lot, the out route will be open because the defense is flowing along with them leaving those gaps. So um, primarily you don't really need – I mean, he doesn't need to roll out, but I think if the the Patriots do call for it, he will do it. And I don't think that his timing will be off. I've seen time and again where he's rolled out and he was perfectly fine. So um, personally, I don't believe that – play action is the Patriots bread and butter it's not they will nickel and dime you up the field I've seen it time and again they'll get the ball out quick yeah and they have the receivers for people like me believe it or not we're fast but we also like yak we love yak we we love to to catch the ball first and then run you know so you have guys like Julian Edelman um who was on that team now. There's a, there's a lot of people. There's uh,
0: Philip Dorsett, who I expect to have a major role in the offensive game plan because simply he wasn't really much of a factor throughout the regular <laughs> season
1: because they still had Josh Gordon before he yeah, had to take know, a so. it. He, he was the primary. He was one of the primaries. Um, yeah, Julian Edelman, Dorsett. Um. Of course, Gronk, and then James White coming out of the backfield. Yeah, uh, Rogan, right?
0: Chris Hogan. You know, Hogan,
1: sorry. Yeah. You, you got all these uh, these Yak receivers who are going to be catching the ball short and getting a lot of yards after contact. I think that is their bread and butter. That's and, and I think that, I think prime, that is why Tom Brady has lasted so long and he's so good at dissecting the defenses. He knows the skill set of his receivers. So that, that relationship matters to his success. He also knows how to get the ball out of his hands quick. Number two, <clears throat> for the Rams to
0: have a chance to win, they need to run the ball. Yeah. They need to run the yeah. ball better than they did in the NFC Championship game.
1: Oh, man, I was disgusted. After seeing... Todd Gurley only have how many yards he did he have 10 yards on he had, four carries. He had 10 yards on four carries. Now, if somebody can Why in the world of all of all times would they not run the football? Why? Why? When you have a guy like Todd Gurley back there. I I
0: don't know, theoretically, maybe the game plan didn't Lend itself to a, a different option run, running the football. Maybe oh, that's no. the maybe that's the case, but you're on the grandest stage now. You will not get away with that. Not. The way to beat Tom, the way to beat the Patriots and Tom Brady, <clears throat> keep them off the field. And how do you do that? By running the football effectively. Todd Gurley needs to be a major factor in this game. He needs to be a focal point of the offense, and he's got to get the ball rolling and
1: often. There's no such. I mean. A game scheme is a game is a game scheme. You know, defense will give you a look, and you game plan accordingly to it. So I mean, run or pass, it doesn't matter. If you got a guy like Todd Gurley sitting back there, who usually gets like what twenty something, thirty something carries a game. Not not just
0: carries touches or or, or whatever. He gets twenty five to thirty touches a game.
1: I I feel good about the Rams' chances. I do. That's like trying to get that's like buying a brand new Mercedes Benz, and taking it to the shop and trying to fix it. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Don't fix what ain't broken, you know. I mean, I was kind of appalled and disturbed by that. That's why they, um, were, were, they struggled so bad against the Saints. So. I, I still I still believe the Saints could have run away with that game, you know?
0: Number three, and this is probably not going to be talked about as much, but it's very important for the Rams if they want to win, and that's tackling. <clears throat> you've got a lot of elusive guys. You've got Edelman. You've got James White, obviously. you got Burkhead, um, Dorsett. You have to be sound in your tackling. You have to, when you hit these guys, they have to get, you have to be put on the ground. Otherwise, they'll do that yards after the catch thing, and it makes it harder to beat the Patriots if you cannot tackle. So the onus will be, especially the corners, the onus will be on oh. Aqib Talib and Marcus oh. Peters to not just do a good job covering down the field oh. to win. Wh- when the opportunity comes, you have to be able to tackle to get them on the ground, and I can art and I see it, and I see my brother's face.
1: I, I, I mean, I have I have a strong opinion on people like Akeem Talib and Akeem Talib
0: specifically. Well, take your um, well, you got to take your feelings out of this and look at it strictly
1: from the game from their gameplay. Uh, and, and CJ, this honestly is. It, from a game perspective, from what I see from Akeem Talib, here we go. This guy is cheap. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. I don't care who who in the world is out there who will disagree with me. Akeem Talib is cheap. This I feel like he over overplays himself. He he's not that much of a factor, and he, I predict that he's going to struggle against these receivers. Marcus Peters is a little more sound. That's what I believe. He's a little more sound, but Akeem Talib will pull out all the stops to be petty. And try and gain an upper hand and it's gonna hurt the Patriots. It's gonna hurt the Rams in the in the um in the long run. So if I were to keep to lead, I will I will really pay attention to who you're going up against. Because if you're not careful, these guys are gonna are gonna cook him quietly at that. So his gameplay is extremely cheap sometimes, and it, it's aggravating to watch. If you don't believe me, his matchup versus Michael Crabtree or just a lot of games <laughs> yeah. where, where, where he will do just, just the pettiest things if he gets burned he will i guarantee you he will be called for more than three he'll have more than two pis more than three or four because if you people players like to keep to lead. if you burn them they're gonna start being petty to try and keep up that that lets you know that you've won so if, if keep to leave He needs to be careful about how he, you know, how he he goes about this game. Well, yeah, I've I've said my piece. Call me what you want. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I guess
0: that's what we need. What we need to hear. All right, so we're gonna switch gears. And we're going to talk about the Patriots. What do they need to do to win this game?
1: Well, honestly.
0: but I'll start with this. And we all know Belichick's track record. Going back to the 80s, going back to when he was the defensive coordinator for the New York Giants. He always devises a game plan that will take your best player out of the equation. And I think his focus will be stopping Todd Gurley. <clears throat> making the Rams one-dimensional. Making Jared Goff try to beat you.
1: You know, I, 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 the, to, sometimes the Patriots defense... Doesn't keep up. And I believe that this is going to be an offensive battle. Um, that's what I think. What's going to save the Patriots in this, and especially games like this, is their offense. So I think they're going to struggle against Todd Gurley. If you watch um, how they played against the Chiefs, what was the score of that game?
0: 3731.
1: Wow, that's pretty high, high scoring for, you know
0: Well, to be fair, Kansas City did put up those numbers against everybody all year. So
1: True. How many points did um did the Patriots give up per um per game, I guess? Well, or what was the average number? Because um if you look at it I think the the Patriots' offense did did a lot of work this year, as they always do. So um, if I had to actually venture on, I think this defense will have a, a particular hard time trying to stop a player like Todd Gurley. I'm, I'm, I'm i i have a feeling that the um Rams defense the coordinators he, in this entire team they they know that the Patriots will struggle on defense. That's just putting them in it I feel it. It's a feeling. So I'm not
0: finding it right now when it comes. I'm not finding the defensive stats right now, but I can tell you this. When the Patriots came down to Nashville, they had a hard time stopping the run. They had a hard time stopping the Titans offense going up and down the field. It was easily the Titans' most complete performance of the season, and it came against the Patriots.
1: That's what I'm saying. So –
0: but the thing that you need, that we all need to remember, is that this is the New England Patriots, and time and time again, they prove that when all the chips are down, they always deliver.
1: We're gonna see. I think this is gonna be a different, a different outcome. I mean, this is like, this is like, cons versus the guards. You know, like who? Cons guards longest yard? Come on now, Adam Sandler, Burt Reynolds. Terry Crews, Nelly, Michael Irvin, Goldberg.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached a milestone moment in the eCast. We have finally got our first longest yard reference.
1: Boom! I am. Im- Might drop. I am impressed. You see those actors I named off? God, I have a gift for this. Anyway, oh.
0: he really does. You know, he. This is an aspiring filmmaker. So actor. Actor, filmmaker, director, whatever you want to call it, he's trying to do it. So if you are out there, be sure to hit up EK Creations on Instagram.
1: And uh, my, my link to my page is there. So if you want to hit me up <coughs> and help me if you want to be uh, created.
0: Help him get over this cough too.
1: Yeah, because I'm not here. Uh, uh, you, you want to just hit me up. I can help you with the video and, you know. Well, we'll get you on screen. and, You know, we'll we'll get you situated. I'm trying to start my own b- little busyness. So, busyness. Don't judge me. Anyway, uh, yeah, I feel like this game's gonna be like the longest yard. You know, I feel like the the cons are the Rams and they got something to prove. They got some. They're gonna go out there and pull out all the stops, and the Patriots are gonna get hit in the face, and then they're gonna try and swing back. They're gonna try and swing back. I'm, I have a a, a prediction, and a, it's gonna, a a score prediction. I, I, I well, not not sc- well, maybe it is maybe it is a score.
0: Let's do that at the end.
1: Yeah, because I just, we'll do
0: that. We'll do a score prediction at the end.
1: I just so. have a feeling that the Patriots are really going to um, they're they're really going to have a hard time with this game. He so. thinks
0: they're gonna have to earn. they're going to
1: have to earn yeah. it if they want it. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a rougher game for, for the Patriots.
0: Isn't that what the Super Bowl is all about? You're battling for the ultimate prize in pro football. You're what? battling for that, that silver trophy that you dreamed and fantasized about since you were probably knee-high to a grasshopper. Yeah. This is the moment that champions are made, and this is the moment that you dreamed about. So, of course, it's going to be difficult. No one ever said winning a championship is easy. If, if it was easy, everyone in Cleveland
1: would have done it already. Or or Cam Newton. Sorry, Cam. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Too soon? Kind of. Yeah. You're welcome. All right, so phase two.
0: Defensively, they're... Oh. No, we're going to go back to the offensive side of the ball. Protect Tom Brady. That's number two. Because... You got you got Aaron Donald, a guy who, for a guy who's about two hundred eighty-five pounds, he does not look like a two hundred eighty-five pound dude. He's 200,
1: 285 playing D tackle. Yeah. Huh. Well, I guess yeah, but yeah. Dang, it's that's. I mean, how tall is he? About six one ish. Jeez.
0: He is so explosive and so yeah. disruptive that it doesn't
1: matter. You know he's like <laughs> what he's built like a milk dud. You know how milk duds are are, are built round up top and like wide at the bottom? <laughs> no. He's swole. Well still. Okay, well he's like a he's like a what? A marshmallow no. <laughs> not a marshmallow. What's built like that? I don't
0: do you see why he's so unique. Aaron Donald's just
1: different. But we're comparing him to Candy, so this is this is gonna be interesting.
0: I don't know why we're keeping comparing him to Candy. I do I
1: I like doing that sometimes. Like there's some people who would I know, it's
0: I know how it sounds.
1: Alright. I don't need all right. judgment, all right?
0: I don't need judgment. This man over here not talking about judgment, but he's comparing people to candy. I'm I'm I, I can't. <laughs>
1: But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty impressive uh, measures for a guy. If I were 285 pounds right now, I would be like a bowling ball. I, like, I would be built like a biscuit. <laughs> you built? Wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> I would be, be built like a biscuit. <laughs> wait, I'm telling you. Built I, like a biscuit. I would be short and wide. I'm, I'm not a tall person. I shouldn't say that out loud, but People can actually hear me, but it's true. Doctor said I was gonna be about six one. Then I looked at my genetics. So I'm like, well, five foot eight is it? This is it, man.
0: I was supposed to be about five eight five nine, but I maintained that I didn't take my naps, and that's why I'm five six.
1: Yeah, we're not very tall people. That uh, doesn't matter. Hey, but I can jump though. So hey, well, jokes on you. Among other things.
0: All right. So we're going to go into some stats real quick. The league leader in sacks in the NFL is playing on Sunday night. Aaron Donald. A-Ron. 20 and a half from the D-tackle spot. That's the reason he was getting MVP chatter. Yeah, Todd Gurley was one, two, three. third in the league in rushing yards behind Ezekiel Elliott and Saquad Barkley.
1: Man, it's quads. You
0: like, want to talk about a guy whose quads could squeeze a watermelon in half? Like, that's te- that's terrifying. That That's the reason that man is so fast. Lee. And my man Mister, and Mr. 4-4 beside me can attest to speed and all that
1: jazz. Yeah, the stronger your legs are, the faster you'll be. I remember when I was in high school, I, I timed my 40 when I was a senior, and this surprised me because, you know, it was a time when I actually really liked leg day. Like Leg day was starting to become my favorite thing because that meant speed. So after I timed it in my lucky um, black and red Adidas shoes, which I still have, holes and everything. Weird. Yeah, and I was like, they said 4-4. Four, four. I was like, what the heck? There's absolutely no way I, I just ran 4-4. Four, four. At that point, I was one of the fastest dudes on the team. One of them. So, I'm telling you, if you work on your your leg strength, they'll call you quads. They will end up calling you quads. I, I gave my myself a nickname, the fastest foot of the South. <laughs> it didn't stick, obviously. Oh. It did to me, all right. And to nobody else. Whatever. All right, Jared Goff.
0: Fourth in the league in
1: passing yardage.
0: So that's I can't I can't wait for this game. Can't wait to see what happens.
1: So this is a big climax now, so you know.
0: It is the <laughs> it is the grand it is the grand finale. Total offense. So here we go, real quick, before we take a little break. Total offense. You got both teams in the Super Bowl in the top five. Rams sitting at second. and The Patriots at five. The Rams are top five in total. Rams are top five in passing offense. Ironically, the Patriots are top five, are number five in rushing offense. The Rams are third. So... And neither of this team is in the top five in total defense which
1: see I'm telling is you this something is something that yeah this is gonna be an offensive battle it will be both both these defenses are going to struggle I, I just I've analyzed it you know I've we've, we've analyzed their attack and you know and there's dangers within you know the very cells of this defense
0: All right, we're going to have a little predictions when we get to the end of the show. But right now, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you why the New York Knicks have completely lost their freaking minds. This is the E-Cast. Coming back at you in a few minutes.
1: Yo.